Hello, my little friends, and welcome into today's episode of Forte Catholic. We are so glad that you are here, whether this is your first time listening or you're returning because you're a glutton for punishment. Welcome back. Uh, Allison Sullivan is here in studio today. Uh, we run the gamut of topics. We talk about her getting old. We talk about a big transition in my life. We talk about the saints and the temperaments, how those two things connect. Um, and, and uh, you know, maybe Jesus bringing me some chicken. And a lot, a lot, There's a lot of chicken in today's episode. We hope that you enjoy it. If you do, please hit subscribe wherever you are listening on podcasts and especially over on youtube.com slash Forte Catholic where you can watch full episodes of this show that you're listening to right now in your little ear holes and you can see us. We're very pretty. I mean, at least one of us is. I'll let you decide who. Enjoy today's show, my friends. Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll. That is Allison Jemima Sullivan. Allison, how are you today, my friend? Hello, Taylor. Doing good. Doing I, great. I made a very big transition in my life. How's that? What's that? I uh, From what to what? I have become a stay-at-home mom. I got to hear all about it. Okay. Uh, two years ago, I just want to paint the picture. Yes. This was before COVID. Yes. My life was doing great. Yes. I was, you know, working. I had this big grown-up job. I had a fancy title. Mm-hmm. And, uh... You know, I was traveling all over the country mm-hmm. and feeling very special. Lots of hotel important. rooms yeah. and first class. People paying for everything. Somebody <laughs> yeah, was like, right. "Oh, I wish I was. I wish I could get status with the airline." I was like, "Just get other people to pay for it." Yeah, I've paid for one flight in a decade. It was to go see Jonathan Blevins. Oh, every other flight I've ever taken. John, did you hear that? Yeah. Did he know that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You don't seem to care. <laughs> <laughs> I care. Um. But yeah, I mean, just get everybody else to pay for it. It was it was a it was a relatively VIP. I, f- I felt glamorous every now and then. Yeah, right. Sure. And it was a, a pretty pretty stereotypical like yeah, I'm the man of the house. I'm making all the money. My kids and my wife were at home, just you know, waiting for me to return to mm-hmm. grace them with my presence and bring home yes. a big check and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Then COVID happened and everything sucked. Yeah. Uh, fast forward two years. Uh, my wife, I, I've I've said this on the show. My wife, uh, about a month, two months ago, uh, got a job at our parish, and we're very happy for Yay! her. Um, and my kids, including my youngest, now all go to Catholic school. Mm-hmm. So we went from me being the only one gone, and my wife and my kids being here. Yes. To now they're all gone yes. all day. Yeah. And with I'm a little here. with a little pandemic stuck right in the middle <laughs> right, there, yeah, yeah, where yeah. you're all in the house yeah. together. It was like a it was like a Uno <laughs> reverse card. <laughs> reverse. <laughs> Everybody did something nice. different. Yes. Okay. Um, I've never heard pandemic. It's very funny. <laughs> I want to like I pictured Demi Moore and like just like <laughs> ha- like how she probably looked haggard during COVID and that's a pandemic. That's, that's, that's what I pictured. I feel like I could get there. I don't know. Oh, you without a whole lot no of comments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you know, so for the month uh, five weeks that my wife started working while my kids were at home, mm-hmm. like I was the stay at home dad, and I like yes. I still have a forty hour work week, you know, to do in here, but I'm at home so I can right. do it, and like I started getting behind a little bit. And then finally, last week, the kids, just, you know, I almost said decided to go to school. Like it was up to them. You know, yeah. they, they started school. And I I was I was kind of like the working dad. Like I, I kind of accepted that. The stay-at-home dad, the working dad. Yeah. But then last week, school starts. And my neighbor, lady, one of my good friends, Jennifer, uh, she has three little girls. Mm-hmm. And, 
you you were a stay-at-home mom for quite some time. I know what it looks like for me. Yeah. I'm really excited to hear about so what it's when, looking So whenever like you're a stay-at-home mom, not only do you have kids, but I would imagine that every now and then you would trade favors. You know, like, hey, can sure. you watch my kids? I'll watch your kids some other sure. days. I did that last week. You did. I watched... There were three days that I was home that my kids were not home. Mm-hmm. Two of those days, I watched someone else's yeah. kids. No, it's for another most of the level day. of stay at home in this. Uh, it's true. It like, is. It's another I'm the trusted echelon. mom in the neighborhood right. now. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I've just fully accepted it that I'm now. A mom. If Jennifer comes down with something, are you going to take her a casserole? Are you going to wash? Her husband's boxers. Are you going to do each other's laundry? You assume you I don't wash his to... boxers all the time. That's just for fun. <laughs> hey, Jeremy. How are you? <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, no, I'm lazy. Okay, well, uh, I'm just saying. There's so DoorDash, room, though. I'll, there's I'll room for DoorDash. you to grow. So yeah. as a, yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a casserole woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've got your limits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stay at home momming. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Maybe by next week, I'll take my next step. Were you covered in like a layer of film, of yogurt film? You said yogurt film on your show, and I don't know what that means. Oh my gosh. I really think that there were probably three years that I was covered in some sort of dairy product. It might have been also my no own comment. breast milk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but if it wasn't, well, it wasn't that. It was definitely yogurt. It was. Just, it's a very sticky existence. Stay at home, mommy. It there's no, there's I sweat too much. It just all you know, <laughs> ends up on the floor. There's I guess. jelly. There's goldfish. I'm just curious. I just wanted. Here's the thing: is that I was here. I kind of know what your days looked like. You have very obedient, sweet little children. And oh, they're when, terrified of me. Yeah. <laughs> well, a small degree of fear, I think, is probably just fine. Mm-hmm. But you tell them to go, you know, into the back room and play, and you'll have something on for them, and they need to be quiet for a moment, and they know just what that means. You know, they they know what's happening in here. And so I think you're on a pretty tight ship, Taylor. Yeah, I'm a professional stay-at-home mom with a podcast. <laughs> so many cliches. I know. It's very, very funny. You need a blog. You need um this needs this deserves a whole other other Instagram page. This is this is it. Oh, I even have the name for it. Taylor the stay-at-home mom. I'm gonna wear a wig the whole time. Oh, gosh. Just wear a wig. This this could go places. A, bl- a blonde wig. I'll, I'll get people and I'll offer a boxer washing service. <laughs> It'll be my OnlyFans. <laughs> Money oh around here. Gosh. Every stay-at-home mom needs a side hustle, right? No, oh, that I tell you, I don't know. I don't know, Taylor. The, the, quit alienating people, okay? Oh, I think <laughs> I'm the only person that's been alienated from who I thought I was becoming two years ago. <laughs> well, I am excited about Sam's job. I think it's good for her to get out and use her brain and Yeah, she hadn't used that in ten years. <laughs> oh, just in other ways, in different ways. There were so many things that I was grateful for as a stay-at-home mom, one of them being, as you know, a root canal. But it was like, well, this is depressing. Like the things that I get excited about. I mean, I was basically accosting our mailman just for some grown-up conversation at one point. You know, it was like you could see him. He would start to like quietly leave stuff on the porch and then quickly leave trying to avoid me because I would real housewives of Brian over here Ooh, man. On the mailman. it's rough it gets rough I'm yeah. just I'm, I mean I'm glad you've had an easy time of it Taylor you obviously have a lot of support 
I just pictured, so our mailman, like we have one of those like community mailboxes at the end of our street. I just pictured me like running after our mailman trying to hit on him. <laughs> I think I might do that next. <laughs> um, so I think this is all in my, um, in my desire to become more and more like you. you oh. you've, you've been a role model for uh, being a stay-at-home mom. Uh-huh. But there's also another thing um, that I've become more like you. How's that? So um, I went to the hotel. Uh, when I, I started traveling again, I went to Kansas this week. It was one of the coolest venues I've ever spoken at. So like you, you know, travel. I was like, speak. did you get nicer? And you're like, no, of course not. No, Keep listening. Not. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's very funny you say that because what I'm about to say, you're not going to think it's very nice. Uh, the other way that I'm becoming like you okay. is um, I, I, I had booked my hotel room online. Uh, that's not the part like you. I don't think you know how to do that. Uh, but I had booked the hotel <laughs> online and um, I showed up and the lady looks at me mm-hmm. and she says, um, she looks at me kind of quizzically, mm-hmm. not sure. She's like, it says here that you have an AARP discount. And I said, yes, ma'am. And I whipped out my AARP, AARP card and I got my discount. So I am becoming more and more like you. Wow. I'm, I'm a member of AARP. Wow. Nice. Nice. Here, Why was she quizzical? Uh, why was she confused is the real question. You are bald. You have a gray beard. Yeah. I think that card belongs rightly tight in your pocket. I think she was very much trying, like, looking at me like, you're not the kind of person, like, you're not the typical person that uses an (laughs) AARP discount. Um, I was also wearing a hat, which makes me look 20 years younger. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Well, this is one of those things. So I like to heckle you about being better than you at word games or whatever. And you're like, of course you are. You like to heckle me about being old, except I love being old. And so... Your your insults fall flat with me, Taylor. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, they they don't. I've heard them many times. But that's a whole other thing. Um. <laughs> the old ones do. The yeah, old ones. Exactly. So yeah, I I got this AARP discount uh, when I switched out. When I fully became an adult and I switched over, it was about a year ago where I switched off um, my parents' phone plan and got my own for me and my wife. You know? Yeah, I'm I'm like I'm sitting here wondering, do I have an AARP card? You should. I know. I think mean, I've been I'm missing out. You. Well, you have to teach me how to do it. You have to teach me how to do everything else. <laughs> oh, well, they'll send you a mailer. You know, you can fax it to them. Um. <laughs> Find it on the microfish. That was really funny. Remember when I asked you what a microfish was and you said a little fish? Duh. Yeah, we just moved on. That was really funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I do remember that. I didn't get celebrated. I feel like that needed to be in a clip somewhere. It was funny. It, it was. You just didn't share it. Oh! <laughs> Like everything else we do I around know, here. I'm the worst. I don't share my own stuff. That's got to make it better. You don't, n- nobody did. The one that actually made me mad. I I used to get very upset that the co-host didn't share anything because it yeah. made me feel like they weren't proud of what they were doing here. Mm-hmm. And I think I've come to the conclusion that that is correct. And I've just gotten, <laughs> just gotten like, I don't care. I don't care. And it was, you know, it was just one of those things like, if you know, you're just getting hurt so much, you just got to become a doormat and just take it. You know, oh that's, gosh. that's what I learned. Poor and Taylor. Um, I was I, I I so I quit years ago. Years ago, I quit being upset by his co-host not sharing it mm-hmm. until our good friend we've already mentioned, Jonathan Blevins. Yes, he said on I, episode three hundred uh-huh. that it was going to be the most popular episode we've ever done, and that he was going to share it like yeah, crazy. He, yeah, and I told him no, no one likes it when we're all together, and they're often some of our least popular episodes. And he said he was going to share it, and the fact that he didn't, well, I'm I'm, I'm a little frustrated. Okay, hold on, I have a question. Yep. So. What do you think? So, if you go through each co-host, what does each co-host like about themselves? 
Okay, so so Anthony likes that he is funny. Funny. Okay, John likes that he is. Uh, he likes uh, the more serious topics, actually. Okay, and Liv likes that she is. Uh, she likes when I make fun of her. <laughs> okay. Whether she knows it or not. <laughs> um, and then broken. I like when I am preachy. Okay, I was gonna say smart, but um, okay. So, but if you made clips of the of those co-hosts being that thing, they would share them. One hundred percent not. I have I have made <laughs> I have made. Uh, I'm trying to do real math. Let's see. 52 divided by four. Without exaggerating to make a point? Yeah, no, like legitimately I have made 200 videos of every co-host. and But they feature you being hilarious There's or obnoxious. No that, that that I haven't shared something that one of you have liked. I've shared 200 of them every single, every if single time. If you gave me a clip of me being smart, I would share it. Allison, I have asked you a thousand <laughs> times to give me timestamps for things that you like that you would share On them, your show? And you have never done On it. my show, you asked Both! me for that. On your, okay, you done. You share anything. Done. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Yes, done. Whatever. Oh, man. Now I'm just angry. No. What are we talking about? Come on. Okay. Um, we were, we we're talking about, oh, AARP discount. So I got it when I when I got the phone plan. But it is funny starting to use it other places. Because, like, the guy at AT&T told me to get it. I was like, really? Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, really? At the time, I was 31. Your phone guy yeah. told Okay. And I was like, I'm 32 now. And uh, I'm just getting very funny looks. And it, it brought me so much joy. It brought me so much joy to, to do that. Um, <laughs> the look on that woman's face. She was just yeah. like. How old was she, by the way? Oh, definitely had her AAP card. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, okay, okay. That, that makes more thing. sense. I was picturing her young yeah. at a hotel desk. Yeah. And like, mm. uh, let's just say I'd hit on my male mailman before I hit <laughs> 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 I wasn't hitting on him. I was desperate for other adult opinions. Yeah. Mm, sure. Okay. <laughs> um, when I was in Kansas. Bless his heart. His Not, name was Ned. Um, Isn't that? I mean, a mailman named Ned. Doesn't that seem really appropriate? Sure. Okay. Go ahead. That's the clip we're going to share. <laughs> yeah. And it will sit there. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um. I had another very strange experience when I was in Kansas. I love my trip to Kansas. It was so pretty. I kind of got out of the you know the nine week drought here. It was yeah. very, you know, it was very very pretty. Kind of the farmland, a little we greener. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it was out in the middle of nowhere. And so, like, legitimately, it felt like the the field of dreams, like yes. Catholic event. Like, mm -hmm. if you build it, they will come mm -hmm. because it's literally just a field. So, uh, there's a tiny airport in Manhattan, Kansas. And like their whole joke is like it's they're, they're the little apple, like they're the other okay. Manhattan. Right? Yeah. So I flew into Manhattan. They just like our little local airport. I, I say all the time that this is the smallest airport in the world. We literally have one gate. You cannot have an airport smaller than that. Yeah. Right? Uh, this one has two. Right. Well, ours used to have two. So it's another very small airport. I flew into there. They have three flights a day uh, yeah. outgoing. You know, and, and three three in. Right. Just like our local airport here. Very small place. To get where I was going, I had to drive an hour and a half further into the middle of nowhere yeah. to get there. there. To a little town called Kelly, Kansas. It has like, it has like 20 houses in it, right? Wow. And, a, and, a, and a big old Catholic church. Beautiful church. We had to take then hay bales 10 minutes even further into the middle of nowhere, right? Okay. So I'm staying in what is there called a metropolis with 1,900 people in it. Gotcha. That's where I'm like sleeping, yes, right? Uh -huh. It's about 20 minutes away. Okay. S staying at this hotel. 
Um, now hold on, is it a day event? Or yeah. were retreatants there over and okay? Yeah, it was a day event. It was like just, it was just the afternoon. We started at like four and then went until you know gotcha. ten o'clock okay. or whatever. Yeah, like a youth rally kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I'm staying overnight at this, ho- at this hotel, and I'm like, I hadn't been feeling well, so I didn't want to eat fast food. So mm-hmm. I was like, I need to find like real, yeah. real food. Yeah. Right? So there's this, there's like a diner and there's a cafe, and I'm just I'm driving and I have directions to this diner, but then I see this little cafe that like wasn't on Apple Maps, and it's like it says open, so I drive in. Called Annie's Cafe, Seneca, Kansas, nineteen hundred. Hold on, Annie or Auntie? Annie. Annie. Annie's Cafe. Okay. Um, I walk in and it looks just like any other small town little diner. We have some here, you know, just these small town diners. Um, I, I look at the I look at the menu. I go to order at the at like the little you know, order station or whatever, and the person that's like you know taking my order looks like she's a high school girl. It's fine, you know. Like, I, and a lot of people like a Chick Fil A. They hire a lot of yeah. high school kids. You know, sure. you see it every now and then. And then I look back in the kitchen. All high school girls. Oh, hundred percent. All high school girls. And so I'm like, do I leave? <laughs> like, yeah. Like this doesn't seem safe. Like, I, yeah. My stomach can be a little sensitive every now and then. Like I might die, or I might like be throwing up at this. At you know, while I'm giving a talk, you know. Do y'all have any adult supervision? Right. In like, this here cafe that was my question but the way that i asked it is i I walked up to the girl at the counter and um i was like so is it like a requirement that you have to be like a high school girl to work here like is that like neverland like (laughs) adults aren't allowed and the girl at the counter said well usually there's an adult who's the cook but she couldn't be here today and i said okay so i'm at this awkward moment of like it's just gonna be too awkward to leave but we'll, we'll see what happens so i order Get uh, it's like a chicken Philly. It's like a you know like a Philly cheesesteak, but with chicken instead, right? Okay. Top three sandwich I've ever had. <gasps> in my life. Get out of here! The, I feel like this could have gone a lot of ways. Yeah, I'm not dead. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. the chicken was so juicy. It was like this thin cut, so mm. juicy. The spices were. so I'm trying good. to picture my own teenagers in charge of my meal, and oh, it's just yeah, it seems terrible, like a disaster. Terrible. Uh, I mean, the 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 onions and the peppers were just so soft wow. and, and, and flavored well. The bun was good. Like everything about it was incredible, and I could not believe it. I could not believe it. So I tell this story to like the host of this of this event, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's Annie. She's 19 years old, just graduated high school. She's putting herself through college. No, some like somebody in town wanted to support her, so they bought the restaurant, just reopened." They bought the restaurant on her behalf. She's running it. And this is how she's putting herself through college. Stop. And she hired all of her high school friends. Get out of here. And they're running this I restaurant. I love Annie. It was so good. Annie, that's awesome. It was so good. I want to go support Annie. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go fly in the, the Little Apple to, together. The Little <laughs> Apple and go have it. Was Chicken Philly? Is that what it was? Chicken Philly. Wow. Like legitimately some of the best cooked chicken I've ever had in my life and one of the best sandwiches. And those I've girls ever had are nailing life. it. So uh, wow. you know, everybody needs to flock to Seneca, Kansas, and go, and go try out go Annie's. To diner. Annie's. It, it was just, it was just so much like that's great. Like it was just, it, it went from yeah, the the expectations this could have gone so many different ways to just like this was just like a completely unexpected yeah. result. And I was just like, you know, it, it was like, oh, just whatever, I'm just gonna go with it and see what happens. <laughs> that's great. I'm just picturing like so. So my 
son is technically a teenager now. So on his own is like questionable enough, but like with friends, like while congregated seems particularly iffy, like a whole lot of teenagers in one space. I don't know. In fact, I was just at this, it was this little outdoor mall and it literally had a sign on the window that said no more than four teenagers in at a time. Oh yeah. They've learned that lesson the hard way. Yeah, and this one they're like, no more than four adults allowed yeah. at any time. Which <laughs> is very good. I was so surprised by it. It it was it was cool to like get out into like the country and kind of like there was it was there was so much adventure to this place that they probably don't think is adventurous. Yeah. Right. It's just yeah. this small little country yeah. town. And uh and I really, really enjoyed my time. Yeah, there. That's it was really cool. it was one of the coolest, uh one of the coolest things. Um one of the things that I did I've never done before, and it was kind of odd, and I, it was a risk. I knew it was a risk, but um, let's, let's get your thoughts on this. Okay. Uh, a lot of times, I like to, w- one of the points that I try to get across to young people pretty often is that the faith is more exciting than it can often seem. Like, mm. I was just bored out of my mind as yeah, a kid in Catholicism yeah. the whole time. That's where the whole, like, you know, joy of the gospel, make Catholicism fun a good thing came from, is because I didn't experience it as a kid. And so I like to tell them stories that like are fun from the yes. Bible or yes, stuff like yes, that, right? Yes. It's one of the ways to kind of get that point across. Uh, so I think we've talked about like the Ehud and Eglon thing, where like the fat guy gets stabbed and he's so fat oh, that the sword yeah, can't yeah, come yeah, out. Yeah. So I, I tell that story a lot. So I've told that one a lot, you know, because it involves bathroom humor, and the junior high kids love it, right, you know. Right. Um, but then the um, the story of of David and Goliath that every Christian kid has heard. Mm-hmm. It's one of the first yeah. stories, you know, Noah, David, Goliath, that sort of thing. But you get the kid's version of it whenever you're a child, right? That story ends very differently. Most people, and I think most adult Christians, think that that story ends with David hitting Goliath in the head and that stone from the slingshot kills Goliath. Mm -hmm. That's what most Christians think that story ends with. Um, And and it doesn't. And I proved that. I I usually just tell the story myself and act it out. Okay. But I wanted to take a risk. Okay. And I looked out at this crowd of 550 people sitting on hay bales and this beautiful, I mean, just, it was just heaven, right? Yeah. And I said, I need the largest, biggest, strongest teenager. Nice. In, in the crowd. In, uh-huh. I, I need that. Yeah. And of course, what the, what the crowd did is they sent me the scrawniest, littlest. Oh, no way. Boy. Right. That's just how junior high kids are, right? Oh, my gosh. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, but right. I'm glad yeah. I asked for big. Like that, I, but there was a part of me that saw it coming. So I, that's why okay. I asked for the big guy first and not the small guy. Okay. So the little guy comes up. And then all of a sudden, this bigger guy, I mean, just corn fed, corn yeah. fed, like you yeah. picture like Kansas, yes. you know, like like offensive lineman, you know, yeah. like, like literally probably only eats corn, like big old kid, right? Taller than me, probably weighs as much as I do, like, but like, like stocked, you know? Uh-huh. And um, I had them act it out. Uh, the David story, right? So he picture this small little kid and this big little kid acting this out. I have pictures of it that I will show oh Allison later and I'll post on oh social media uh, after the episode comes out. The little kid. So I'm like, you all, you know, I was like, you know, imagine you're, th- you're throwing this thing shot, throws this thing shot. It's like, Goliath falls over. And the kid looks at me. It's like, I have to follow. And I was like, yes, you're losing this battle. <laughs> like, he's like, oh man, yes, he falls over. And then I said, and then the, and then the little guy, Walks over to Goliath. So this little kid is now towering over this big kid laying down on the ground. And, and I'm, I'm saying this. And the little kid's acting, acting it out. And then David picks up Goliath's own sword. Yeah. Picks it up. 
slices his head off. He mimes it out. He slices yeah. it off and then picks up his head by his hair, shows it to the Philistines. I put it at the group and I said, that's the Philistines. So yeah. he picks it up, shows it to him, and then gives out a big yell. And some of this I'm making up, right, to make the story better. This little kid, the smallest kid, like smallest, one of the smallest kids, like the smallest kid there, gives out the biggest yell. It reverberates through the hills. And I was like, this is the best reenactment I've ever done. So it was again, it was like, I think it might have been Annie's Diner that, that, oh, that you know, inspired wow. me. I was like, let's take a risk. Okay, these were junior high kids. It, it was junior high and high school. Yeah. So they did, oh so gosh. it was a little junior high So that's high like, yeah, there's, that's a lot of discrepancy. It, it was, it was, a, it was a risk because like, you don't want to like make fun of people. But it ended up working out perfectly. Yeah. So it was a, another yeah. risk, like Annie's Diner. That well, and perfectly. the people in the crowd are tied to it because they know these people. Right, you know, right, right. so there's like, there's just the connection of friendship. Yeah, <laughs> it was just very funny. Like, you know, they anytime you bring somebody up, it could go wrong or somebody could get their feelings yeah. hurt. But it was, it was fun. It all worked out. And I was very happy. I feel like the Lord really loves that when you're like, I want to do this thing, but I don't know if it's going to work. I feel like we can analyze to the point of paralysis, like analysis to paralysis, where the Lord loves faith. It's like, I'm going to jump and a net's going to show up. I just know it. Yeah, <laughs> and the exactly. Lord's like, yes. So that's that's my encouragement. Take an adventure. If that means flying to the second smallest airport in the world from the smallest airport in the world, going to Seneca, Kansas, and going to Annie's Diner, and then talking to a bunch of people on hay bales, do it. If it means just taking a risk and trying a chicken sandwich from 19-year-old girls, You won't get it. salmonella. <laughs> yeah, you might die, but it might also be the best sandwich you've ever done. So I just enjoyed taking some risks this week, and it was very fun. That's great. I love it. All right. We're going to take a risk whenever we come back and uh, talk about uh, personality traits. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> what do we got? Guys, I have good news and I have bad news. The good news is this is our, our most recent review on Apple Podcasts where you can all leave a five-star review. This person left five stars. It says, great podcast. Keep up the good work. Short, simple, to the point, proves that it can only take you seconds to go to your podcast app and leave a review. The bad news is two things. One, this is our latest review, and it was March 23rd of 2022. Guys, what are you doing? Thousands of you listen every single week, and uh, we have 137 total reviews ever in seven years. Why are you being so lazy, man? Why can't? Why, why don't you want to lift my spirits? Why don't you want to make me and the other co-hosts feel good about themselves for just a moment in our crappy lives? Guys, Apple Podcasts, uh, wherever you listen to the podcast, leave a five-star review. Say something very kind. And I forgot to tell you the other bad news. The bad news is that this person is named Brisket. Just simply Brisket. The bad news is that's a weird name, and it also makes me hungry. I'm going to go have lunch. Y'all enjoy the rest of the show. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll. That is Allison Jaquitha Sullivan. Allison, uh, we are going to be talking about um, personalities today. Do you okay. have one? Um, I've been told <laughs> that it's a little big. Yeah, it is. It is a little <laughs> big. You do have a big personality. So this is all coming from our friends at the Newman Connection on okay. Instagram. Um, they they work with with college kids and like you know like you've heard of Newman Centers, right? But the, the Newman Connection helps high school seniors get connected with like their faith and the Newman Centers in college. Okay. So that's that's your post this at, at Newman Connection. Um, it got pretty popular on the old Instagrams, and it was a it was a post called Saints and the Four Temperaments. So do you know the temperaments? I am not familiar with this. I've heard people that I love refer to them 
So it's like choleric and sanguine and melancholic. Those are the only mm-hmm. three that I can remember, but yeah. I don't know anything about them. Phlegmatic, which they all Phlegmatic. sound like medical conditions. Completely, to me. totally. Like sanguine kind of sounds like depression. Mm-hmm. Uh, melancholic is like the depression, Eeyore kind of thing. Choleric is like co- like cholera, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> or, yeah. or colicky baby, yeah, you know. Like and then phlegmatic is like whenever you, you know, like fle- you know, phlegmatic. So that's what I think of when I hear this. But yeah. apparently, there's viruses more to it. and bacteria. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so. Maybe that's what our personalities are. Like they're like viruses and bacteria to people. Um, contagious. Yeah, exactly. Very <laughs> contagious. Very contagious. So it says the saints and the four temperaments, and I love this because um, we've we've both taken all the personality tests or whatever, like the yeah, ENFP and INTJ and uh, uh, TMJ. I have that in my, in my you know that sort of Lots thing. Lots of initials AARP. Uh, <laughs> AARP, right? <laughs> uh, but. Uh, you know, I, I think I've talked before about like the spiritual gifts assessment. Like, there's all these different ones, and like this is one that I'm not as familiar with. But um, I have a lot of like um, psychology friends. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people that I used to work with were psychology majors, and then started working with junior high kids. And I thought it made made a lot of sense, but you guys kind of need that to work with junior high kids. Yeah. But um, there's three different ones: the sanguine, the melancholic, the choleric, and the phlegmatic. So, uh, sanguine traits. Easily excited and quick to forget. Uh, I think that means like you are forgetting, not like, ah, they were forgettable. <laughs> oh. Uh, Easily oh, excited see. and quick to forget. Loves to be around people, takes on many hobbies, seeks adventure, optimistic, joyful, prone to superficiality. Hmm. Okay? Okay. And then there's the melancholic, introspective and reflective, thinks deeply about things, compassionate, prone to perfectionism. Then there's the choleric, Natural leader, results-driven, energetic, intelligent, strong-willed, likes to be in charge, can be prideful. And then phlegmatic, not easily bothered or excited, sensible, balanced, peaceful, often reserved, prone to laziness. So um, of those four, what do you think you are? Taylor, all I know is I'm not phlegmatic. <laughs> like... You're not phlegmatic. Yeah, you're, you're you're easily bothered. You're not sensible. You're not balanced. You're not peaceful. <laughs> you're never reserved, and you're always prone. No, you're never prone to laziness. That might be the one that's false. <laughs> that's all I know is that I'm not that. Which one do you think you are? Ah, okay. Can I can I tell you? Can I make a confession about personality tests? You can do whatever you want. That's that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a confession about personality tests. Is that <laughs> no box fits me, Taylor? <laughs> and I know that like that's its own personality yeah, I, I think, in and of itself. I think that it's makes like you one of these. <laughs> I know, but I'm like no. I mean, sometimes I'm that, but then sometimes I'm this. And so I think that there is a deeper question here that needs. To be asked, and I don't know what it is, but it's something like about, you know, your motivations or what's your underlying something. I mean, there's got to be a way to answer the question of, yeah, but here's where you like really channel. Like here's where you really sit and camp out. Because I identify with all of those except the last one. What are you? What are you? I, I think for I think for you, I think I think the the one that is the the most you might be the the melancholic. Yeah, the uh, introspective and reflective. I think you're one yes. of the deeper thinkers that that I know. Um, thinks deeply about things. You're compassionate. You care about people a lot. Prone to perfectionism. You very much like being perfect. We joked about your notes and stuff a, a, a lot. Uh, and I think, like you, like you said, you ha- like everybody has like little pieces of most yeah. of them, right? And 
um, when I texted one of my friends, I was like, which one am I again? And she was like, you're definitely these two and definitely not the other two. Right. right. So I, I, I think there's there's definitely pieces of them, right? Yeah. But I think you definitely have some, like, I think we're all pretty strong in, strongly fit into like one or two of these. Yeah. So I'm wondering if there, I'm wondering, the thing that, that bothers me about here, you know, here's this thing. First of all, I don't like the name Melancholics, so let's just start there. <laughs> you're, it feels you're, really depressing. You're the Eeyore in my life. But sure. I also... <laughs> Just bring me down. But I also don't like that that I enjoy crossover. Like I enjoy intersection. Right. I I like things that that shift and shape and twist and move. And that just feels kind of finite and definite. And I think you're pretty sanguine too. I think that's your second one. And that's yeah. what balances out the the melancholy. Okay, so the read sanguine e- again. Easily if you don't excited, mind. quick to forget. Uh, loves maybe not that one. Uh, <laughs> I think you remember deep seated things. It's a curse. Uh, loves to be around people, uh, which I think that's the balance to. I think you you are more introverted, but you uh-huh. also like yeah. to be around people sometimes as well. Yeah, uh, you take on a lot of hobbies. You know, you've got your boxing and your yoga and your podcast and your you know all that all mm-hmm. that speaking and the all you know all that other stuff. Um, you seek adventure. You're optimistic. You're joyful. Um, prone to superficiality, your TikTok star. Like I think, I think <laughs> that's your secondary one. I think it balances a lot. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I can see all. And so maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe it's like. And I know that there are certain personality tests that do address this, where it's like, you know, in health and in unhealth. You know, like in in health and in stress. And so that might look a little different at at different times. Mm-hmm. Um. So. But there really are a lot of things I straddle, like even the ENFP or whatever. So I'm right in the middle of an Ian and I. And I read this thing the other day. Extroverted, that, introverted. Yes, sorry. Um, and there, I read this thing the other day that really explained it well, where it's like, I'm really extroverted around people that are good in my spirit. Like, I'm really extroverted around a certain type of person that feels peaceful, you know? Um, but I really loathe a party. Like I'm going to go to the bathroom a lot during a party. In well, fact, that's just cause you're old. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the kids. It's actually the, the children's, yeah. the five kids, uh, for pregnancies. Um, I was sitting at a party the other night. This applies a little bit. Um, not the other night. It was last night. I was at a family reunion on my dad's side and I was, I was kind of in charge of the baby who wasn't happy because there was a live band and it, that was just a little, too stimulating for him. It was too loud. And so I'm sitting with him because I really wanted, he loves my dad and I really wanted my dad to enjoy his family reunion. Okay. So the point is I'm sitting by myself in a rocking chair with the baby, holding the baby. And this guy comes and he sits next to me and he's older than me. He's handsome, like fit, but like 70, you know, and my AARP card (laughs) and the Allison Sullivan family reunion. (laughs) So he comes and he sits next to me and he just goes, are you an introvert? And I was like, yeah, are you? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, so what do you want to talk about? And it was like, we immediately, literally, like that is exactly how that conversation happened. And it felt so good to be like, oh good, I don't have to talk about crap with you. I don't have to talk about dumb stuff that nobody cares about and it doesn't matter. And we talked almost the entire, I mean, I, I had family there, so I needed to like, you know, experience a lot of other people but it I, I like he was my little home base and and likewise like we sought each other out at this little party because it was like this is going to be fun with you so anyways so um the one the one that i think that i am and this is going to reveal why I, why i actually brought this up with you okay this is the crux this is if you're wondering why we're having this conversation 
I it's was not, not wondering why we're having this it's conversation. Not simply just to learn and but to grow I am as people. Now. Okay. Um, is this our therapy? Are we in therapy? N- um, maybe. <laughs> I just, I just, the reason there's a reason I saved this for you. Okay, great. And not just I, I've had the I've had these notes since like the day after we record our last one. And okay. usually I'll just use those notes for the next co-host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one I saved for you. Okay. My my number one, uh, yes. from what I what I'm told, is that my biggest one is choleric. And then my next one is the sanguine. So I think we both share that second one together, yeah. which is why we kind of work together. Yeah. Right? There's, Say there's, sanguine again. We, uh, sanguine. Sorry. Yeah. No. <laughs> Read the penguins. definition. <laughs> Tell you what, boy. It's a sassy penguin. I, I don't know. It's penguins. <laughs> that, that little penguin. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Sassy penguin. I just saw penguins at a, at a, at a, on my vacation, and I what? Wish, wish one of them was sassy. Did you really? Yeah, what you never you, you never about? heard of zoos. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They have penguins in zoos? Have you never been to a zoo? Yes, not with penguins. They're like the number one attraction at many zoos. Ah, number six attraction at many zoos. Okay, like go ahead. What, what are, what's okay. a sanguine? How do we connect, Taylor? The what's one our we connect overlap? on is the Lord. easily excited. I don't think oh, you know uh-huh. this quick yeah. to forget. But like the loves to be around people, yeah, yeah, takes yeah. on people, many hobbies, yes. seeks adventure, gotcha. optimistic, joyful, prone to superficiality. Okay. Yeah, okay. The one, the one, the, my main one, and the uh-huh. one that we don't share, uh-huh. Um, uh, natural leader, results driven. You talk about me all the time being results driven. It's all about the numbers yeah. and the engagement and the, and yeah, the yeah, growth yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. Uh, very energetic, intelligent. Uh, some would argue, but I think I am uh, strong willed either way, whether I'm intelligent or not. Strong willed, likes to be in charge, can be prideful. Like that's mm-hmm. just my, you know, we talked about confessions earlier. Like that's my confession, right? Yeah. For, for better and for worse, that's kind of the majority of who I am. Yeah. So here's here's where the the conversation uh, gets a little fun. Okay. The the post from Newman Connection connected all of these all of these personality traits to Catholic saints. Mm-hmm. Essentially, with the idea of saying that like it, there there are role models for every single person like this, right? Right. Which, right. which I love because a lot of times you think. At least I'm a lot supposed of to be tend- doing something that's not natural to me or not. Yeah. Or, or, or just like other people's are better. Like I know that there's yeah, a lot right. of introverted, quiet people that are like, yes. oh, the person up talk in fronting, uh, uh, up front is like better. Yes. I thought I was a jerk because I didn't like the party. I'm not a jerk. I'm just introverted and put me in a group with five you, you people and I'm and all about it. That's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Uh, but like it's, it's one of those things that like other people's gifts can seem better yes, or, sure. or, or whatever. But like the fact that like, with a lot of personality tests within Catholicism and within faith stuff, but this one in particular, they they started putting saints, uh, people from the Bible, that sort of thing, connected to these personality tests. This is where it gets fun. Okay. I'll give you one guess as who the number one saint is connected to me. Yes! I love this! (laughs) This is fantastic! It's Paul! You're my stinking Paul! Oh, I knew I did not like you. I knew that I did not want to go to lunch with you. I knew that you were forever obnoxious and bossy and always telling me what to do. Oh my gosh. I have the Thor to That is fantastic. That so is... explain to people your uh, issues with good old St. Paul. I just, he, I just, I'm glad that we have Paul. I'm glad that he does what he does and writes what he writes and says what he says. I just don't want to be friends. I just don't want to be friends. That's all. Like, keep, keep at it. Good on you. I just want it further away. So, um... That's me. So anything you'd like to say about me? 
<laughs> share, share your thoughts with the audience now on uh, future St. Taylor. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is hilarious. I feel so validated in my spirit in your right now. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, I get it. That's why I hate him. He's just like this other guy that's super holy and did great things oh, that gosh. I hate. Oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Y'all are so, I mean, this takes a minute to like reconcile. Y'all are so unsimilar to me. <laughs> Maybe it is the holiness factor. I don't know, but yes. Okay. So bossy and prideful. Dang. Those are the things that get under my skin with you. But so, okay. You want to know my, the way that I'm shifting right now is that, all right, well, fine. How do I need to be endeared by Paul? Yeah. No, like, like I, I think there's, there's something to that. I think. I think that your relationship, both with me and Paul, should improve because of this conversation. Okay. I think you need to have some self-realization. No, oh, you do. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you being bossy. I know. Gosh, he just can't get enough of I'm himself. Pl- I'm playing into this quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I will say, I will say this, because you're right, that it when we take these personality tests, not only do we do we learn about ourselves and our strengths and our weaknesses and all that, but we learn about the people we love. We learn about their strengths and their weaknesses and, and hangups and whatever. And it lets them off the hook a little bit when you realize that there are really some intrinsic things. Like these are these are pretty inherent to our makeup and how God made us. And it's like, oh, you didn't wake up just to piss me off. Like you're just kind of made this way, you know? And so it's it's really helped me be nicer to myself, but also helped me be nicer to people who value different things, who do things like completely differently. Who's my saint? So uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Okay. I want to follow up on what you just said. Okay. Um, because one of the, like legitimately a realization about what you were just saying about how other people are. Yeah. Legitimately changed my life when I took the like ENFP one. Mm-hmm. Right. Because um, I'm an EST, ESTP. And that's like the entrepreneur, you know, we are outgoing, that, exactly that sort of. opposites. Yeah, I know. I'm aware. <laughs> I, I'm aware. Um, so um, it showed kind of like this does for Catholic people. It showed like famous secular people who were also ESTP. Sure. Mm-hmm. The number one of the top people, which was kind of weird because I guess it was more popular at the time. But the show Burn Notice, this is a real deep cut for people. Right. Mm. Um, you know, my name's Michael Weston. I used to be a spy until he got. Mm. So um, my wife and I were watching that show whenever we were engaged and then we finished it whenever we were married. So like literally in that transition of, uh, you, know, you know, going from single into married. Yeah. And you know, first the first year of marriage, like learning to live with each other totally. and, and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Learn how to love one another and like not like learning that whole like, oh, I need to love the person how they want to be loved, not how yes. I want yes. to be loved or whatever. Yeah. Um, I took this personality test about two years, three years after that, and looked back at that first year of marriage and was uh... like, Oh, this was the mistake I was making. Because um when watching Burn Notice, I fell in love with the main girl in that show. Oh. Like the the character, right? Uh-huh. Fiona. Uh-huh. And I loved her so much. She was uh-huh. an arms dealer. She was so cool. Uh-huh. I love the way that she loved Michael Weston, the, uh, the main uh-huh. guy. Like yeah. the way that she treated him. Yeah. And like legitimately came up in the first year of marriage. In my head a lot and, and out loud maybe once. Okay. Of like, why can't you just love me the way that she loves him? Because we're watching the show together. It brought mm-hmm. up conversations. And like sure. whether it was like, I think maybe we had it one time where it's kind of like a happy, kind of funny conversation. And then yeah. one other time kind of like, no, like really, like why can't you love me like yeah. She loves him. Like, I love how she makes him feel and all that, all yeah. that kind of stuff, right? And then I took the personality test years later and I realized that she's me. Oh, she's an ESTP. The, yeah, the ESTP. Fiona is. And yeah. Like, so, like, it was that, it was that realization of like, oh, I'm a jerk. 
I wanted my wife to love me like I loved me. Right. Not the way that she loved me. And it, so it was this eye-opening thing. Yeah. And so I feel like um, I feel like as impactful as that was for me in my marriage mm-hmm. is how this moment can be for how you can yeah. love me better. <laughs> I'm on it, Taylor. <laughs> I'm on it, Taylor. But really what I'm going to do is try to find some soft sides to Paul. Okay. I already know your soft sides. Yeah, my love handles. <laughs> not, a, not a fat joke. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, mine mine were the choleric. St. Paul, St. James, St. Ignatius of Loyola, St. Jerome, Mother Angelica. Which I think is funny because Mother Angelica and I could kind of butt heads right now and then. But I think it's because it's that strong personality kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Saint Jerome, kind of prickly and and uh-huh. and love scripture. I'm prickly and love scripture, you know. Saint Ignatius of Loyola got got his leg blown off. Same, you know. Um, Saint James, don't know much about him, but you, you were what do we say? Your um, oh, your your primary one's the melancholic. Uh huh. Saint John the Apostle. It's like laying in the heart, of like course. laying your head on the heart of, of Jesus. He I totally picture that. Yeah, you know, and just kind of like you hit on the the um, the mailman inappropriately, like you laying on Jesus' chest, kind of inappropriately <laughs> hitting on him. You know, um, Saint John Henry Newman, which that was ironic- such a sweet moment that you turned so quickly. Who? Uh, St. John Henry Newman, which ironically oh, enough, uh-huh, uh-huh. might be the favorite of the people posting this because that's who they're based on. Right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. So maybe they have okay. a favorite. St. Um, Therese, uh, St. Bernard of Clairvaux. So like the, the holy kind of prayerful. Yeah, these are artists. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which one of the things I like didn't connect until right now is that you know, now you're a speaker and a podcaster, but where did you like make your, wh- where were you first? Where did you make your kind of your professional roads? A book? Yeah. Yeah. As an author. Yeah. I just realized how weird it is that you don't like the number one author in Christianity. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote two thirds of the New Testament. You weirdo. Okay. Um, the phlegmatic, the one that neither of us definitely oh are my not. Gosh. No, yeah, neither of us. That, yeah. um, this was the not easily bothered, excited, sensible, balanced, peaceful, often reserved, prone to laziness. This is St. Thomas Aquinas. The smart, the lofty, mm-hmm. like that's neither of us, mm-hmm. right? Also, uh, Pope St. John the Twenty Third and St. Faustina. Interesting. Th- those are theirs. Yeah, and these then, are the nines on the Enneagram, I think. I don't know that. That's for Protestant women like you. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, which one did I miss? Oh, our, our, both of our secondary ones. Our secondary ones are, mm-hmm. ironically it's... enough, um, St. Uh, uh, Peter. Which is the sassy penguin, right? Is yes, that our secondary? Yes. Okay. Sanguine, yep. Our secondary one. So St. Peter, which is funny because, you, know, uh. you, you know, Peter and Paul always kind of bat- button heads, that sort of thing. Yeah. So I'm arguing with myself. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're arguing with me. I love Peter. Um, St. Augustine, St. Saint Ter- Saint Teresa of Avila, St. Francis of Assisi, mm-hmm. you know, like your love for animals, mm-hmm, you know, that, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. I'm just allergic to him, so I can't do that. Did <laughs> I miss one? No, I think uh, yes, that's you, all. No, oh, you yeah, didn't I, do... Um... No, I did. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Did yeah, yeah, okay. you did. So... Um, Interesting. Yeah. Fascinating. So what do you think you learned um, about, about I need to life? apologize to Paul. Not me, though, huh? You had... No. Okay. No. You have... I recognize your endearing qualities all the time. I have... I have denied Paul his endearing qualities. I think Paul's great. He's one I of my know. favorites. I'm telling you what. I'm glad that you don't have pearl-clutching listeners. They're going to listen to me yell about Paul and freak out if you did. Oh, I th- I think anybody that pearl clutched was out when we were talking about you hitting on uh, the mailman. Mailman earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I think we're good. I think we're safe at this point <laughs> of the show. <laughs> All right. So nobody th- needs to take me seriously about anything. Yeah, they are here. Nobody takes anything Unless- <laughs> serious here. 
<laughs> so I, I I thought it was really cool. Um, like legitimately, when I saw like me, like the dude even looks like me, big beard, kind of bald, bit, like little little bit, like yeah. Paul. He I needs a burger, but yes. out loud. <laughs> When I was That's like, really I cannot funny. wait. It's fantastic. For it was to, to, to talk about that. This that was there. a fantastic so, bomb drop. Yeah. So no matter no matter which one you are, you've got you've got your heroes. Uh, you can check this out at the Newman Connection. But it's essentially just the, you know the the whole the whole temperaments and the saints. I love. I just I always love when there's representatives of all these other ones. Because yeah. like you were saying at the beginning, it's like it it is affirmation of God created me. Like God wants me to be the holiest version of me. Right. Not to be. St. Thomas Aquinas or like whatever, whenever you think, like whenever I think holiness, the things that often come to mind to me are quiet, timid, praying the rosary, quietly sitting in right. mass. That's what I think of holiness. Right. And I am the opposite of all of yes. that. So I often feel like I'm not holy enough. I'm not exactly. good enough. But like, like th- these things constantly remind me of there's so many different ways to be holy. Right. 100%. And different. Di- and, and so like, I think for me, it's just like it's it's a reminder to get that image of holiness out of my head, because that might be the image of holiness for some other people. But it's not for me. Exactly. And so if we can identify, I think that a lot of people's, you know, hang ups with personality tests is that we get to use them as an excuse to not become our fullest, holiest selves. We're like, oh, well, I'm just I'm just uh, or I'm, you know, when really. What it is, is it's a way to embrace what God made so that we can get rid of the pesky thought that tells us we ought to be somebody different, you know? So I'm sure that there's some tension there. There's a good balance to maintain to not just stay stuck anywhere that's, you know, harming people around you or your spiritual walk or whatever. But like you you don't get to say, well, I'm just prideful, Taylor, Mm -hmm. you know? But no, I'm just going to say I'm St. Paul and I'm a thorn (laughs) in your side. And every time either me or Paul does something wrong, it's your fault. And your problem because we're super holding. Oh, this ju- this podcast just got a whole new layer of difficulty. <laughs> You're welcome. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. I cracked up so much. I've been talking about our friends over at Select International Tours for a little over a year now. I think they're the best pilgrimage company in the entire world. Um, we've we've built up a great uh, repu- uh, working relationship with them as, as they are sponsors of the show. And uh, I've been telling you to go visit a certain website, ForteCatholic.com slash tours. Um, let's just say we might have a major announcement the next time Father Anthony's on the show. But until then, if you want to know about a little secret that we're keeping, ForteCatholic.com slash tours will bring you right there. I think I'm just going to leave it at that for now. They're the best pilgrimage company in the world. And uh, you might want to do something with them. Check it out. ForteCatholic.com slash tours. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Sroll. And that is a person that is learning to love me and Paul more and more each and every day. <laughs> uh, this last little segment is going to be a catch-all. Okay. It's kind of a lot of, like, we've spent a lot of time together over the last month, which is not true. normal, actually, right? Yeah. We spent more and more time together. So there's been a lot of, like, anecdotal things that have happened. So that's the theme of this last little segment. Okay. Just little anecdotes. Um, one of the things that you do very well whenever you come over is um, you often treat either us or, if my kids are here, you treat us to, like, food every time you come over. Oh. You feel like a burden. You're not a burden, but part of it is you feed us, and it's very nice. I do feel like a burden. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> you're not at all. I have issues. Uh, but <laughs> you you ordered... Um, 
you order oh. us family Chick Fil A pr- yes. pretty often, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's this. It's you'd order like you know like a forty nugget or thirty nugget or whatever, and and the kids would split that, and you'd order me like a sandwich and 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 tea or whatever, right? Very very kind. But we had a very special moment. One of these days, we did. We got a kick out of it. We did. <laughs> okay. So, so I'm recording my own podcast and my phone buzzes and it gives you a notification and the notification is all I see on my phone. I'm probably trying to interview somebody like very smart and wise, may possibly crying. I don't know, but I get this notification on my phone that says, Jesus is delivering your (laughs) Chick-fil-A. It's called the Lord's Chicken for a reason. Usually he just makes it. We all know the food from Chick-fil-A comes pre-blessed. The Lord made the chicken. The Lord seasoned the chicken. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But he delivered it to us. He did. With his with his own hands. It felt very special. Yeah. So I think forever you and I will remember. So Jesus. I show it to you because I'm laughing. I'm like, this is this is this is funny. And you're like, send that to me right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> so that was one thing with you that made me very happy. There was one thing, another thing that made me very unhappy okay. in all of our time together. Okay. And all of our time together, one of the days you come over um, complaining about you know things on the internet. You know, you like to complain about how popular you are on the internet. Oh, woe is me. I have so many followers and it's so hard. And has never happened. I really hope these people can tell when you're full of it and when you're not. Oh, no. I, I think, I, like we learned last segment, you dear just need listener, to learn more about yourself. Dear listener, I am grateful for every follower I have. Go ahead. All million of them. So, um, you are very complaining about this. Um, you have a copycat account. Someone who is taking your TikToks, yeah, and they're reposting them, yeah, and uh, you know, like uh, under a, a pseudo name similar to yours, yeah, and you're not happy about it. I'm not. Why? <sighs> okay, <laughs> this is embarrassing. This is embarrassing to me. So on the in, speaking of this, however, it all applies. So on the Enneagram, I happen to know that I am probably most likely a four. Okay, I don't like that number because fours are. Ironically enough, I call you a four all the time and know nothing about the Enneagram. <laughs> I'm not offended. I know I'm a ten. <laughs> um, so. I am a four and I really, so what's important to fours is individuality to be, to be seen as, as, as unique. Okay. And so I don't like that. I think that's annoying. I think it's obnoxious. I don't like that I'm a four, but I am. So I don't enjoy being copied. I don't like it. And it's supposed to be flattery, but I, and I've had people instruct me that way a million times over, but I don't like it. So there's this account that all they're doing is they're taking my videos off of my page. They're putting them on their page. It's just simple repost and they're going viral. Now, here's the problem because I already went viral. So I'm, I'm, that's, it's not really about that they have 50,000 followers doing it. Okay. It's about that the one for me that got like 25 million views, they got like 15 million views with it. And so when people saw it, when people, when it went mega viral for them, people that I love picked it up and started blind reacting to it. And they thought it was this other person and it was mine. It's mine, Monica. It's mine. Oh, that's her name? 
No, the person that picked it up that I love, and oh. I've been following her forever. I was like, we hate Monica now. Oh no! I was like, I got a name. I'm so happy. <laughs> no, Monica Turner. She's wonderful, and I've been following her for a long time. And she blind reacted to it, but it wasn't my video. Yeah, so they, they should at least do you the the uh, the courtesy of like being the person that adds absolutely nothing on TikTok, which I love. It's like that split screen TikTok of you doing your million Me, view, and yeah. I'm just like. Yeah. yeah, what she said. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know that sort of thing. So you're complaining about it for all for like some valid reasons, right? Like somebody stealing your work and getting like you could be getting like you know growing your audience. You could be getting money for this. Like it's yeah. a real thing and it's a real complaint. Yeah. But all I could think about, mm -hmm. uh, you know, so twenty five percent of me was feeling sorry for you. It's like, that, that sucks. Like if someone was just like reposting my stuff and I wasn't getting like recognition the credit, or the credit yeah, or yeah. just like knowing that I brought the enjoyment, like that would that would suck, right? Yeah. Um, but that was like a small percentage of how I felt. Okay. I was really angry. Yeah. That someone, your copycat account, mm -hmm. someone pretending to be you and just reposting your stuff is 10 times more popular than any social media I have, any video I've ever posted, <laughs> anything I've ever tried. I work at this full time and some ass just took your stuff and reposted it and it's more popular than anything I'll ever do. Maybe. It makes me so angry. You'll make a reel of me being smart and I'll share it and we can both be famous. Maybe I'm just going to make a copy <laughs> count of you, a cat account of you. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to copy what you did, post your videos and after an has 18,000 times more listeners than I do. I'll just change it to the four tick the well, TikTok account. If it happens again, I'll know where to look. I'm so frustrated. <laughs> and so, I have more right to be angry than you. Now, I've been telling everyone you have more. Well, I've been telling everyone, I'm like, please be nice to this person. It might be a child. Screw okay? her. Her name is Monica. <laughs> no! <laughs> Don't. It's your um, son trying to break away from you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that's a good topic. That's a good topic for next that time. Because so um, I, I have something to say about that. Um, anyways, so, but I'm like, please be nice to this person. They could be a child. I've tried to be really nice about the whole thing. So I went and on yeah, every that. video that they took, I went and posted, please quit stealing our videos. I know that you're creative too. <laughs> but they're not. So, well, so you're lying. We'll see. Them. Actually, the account just got banned yesterday. Did it? It did. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. And me. <laughs> 75 percent for me. <laughs> the door is open, Taylor. <laughs> All right. We're gonna close today's show. Uh, we, we've talked a lot about how we we've been trying to grow as people. We talked about a little bit about how we're staunchly staying who we are as people. Um, so I'd like to share a quote. Change is inevitable. Growth is optional. You wanna know who said that? Taylor Schroll. A Peloton instructor. <laughs> oh, gosh. An app. Like, Change is inevitable. A robot. Growth is optional. I love that so much. It's one of my favorite quotes I've ever heard. The fact that I learned later that it was a Peloton instructor really made me suffer. Oh, and I'm over here like, of course you're quoting your own self. No. Peloton. <laughs> I just love it because like things are going to happen. Things are going to, you know, change is going to happen, right? Yeah. But we can choose whether we're going to grow or not. So Beautiful. we're going to close with our, our little um, inspiration from Peloton. I don't ever know what to do when you're being deep, Taylor. Oh, I wasn't <laughs> being deep. I don't know why you would think that. <laughs> this is all very funny to me, and I very much enjoyed it. Well, we learned a lot about each other. We learned a lot uh, about ourselves. 
uh, and we hope that we're going to grow um, just like our Peloton instructor <laughs> wants us to. <laughs> I'm Taylor Schroll. That's Allison Sullivan. I'll be back next week. See ya! <laughs> you will never see me on a Peloton. Thank you guys for watching and listening to today's show. We hope that you enjoyed it. We sure did. We just giggled the whole time. It was so fun. We giggled during the show. We giggled in between segments, and we giggled as I kicked Allison out of the house and made her get in her very large 15-passenger mom van. If you did enjoy it, please hit subscribe wherever you're watching, listening. Leave that review just to make our week. Y'all are the best. We love you. See you soon. <laughs>